you work for like 25 years for uh -huh. the company. Yeah. You do your best. Uh -huh. You show up every day. You do your job. Uh -huh. And then they just let you go. In this case, they actually killed you. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. When you saw yourself... No, I argued for 30 years for this to happen. Right. And uh, finally, I, uh, I wore them down. <laughs> I guess you did. So you won't be in any of the other movies, or Han Solo won't be in any of the other movies? Who said that? <laughs> I'm asking. Who made you the boss? Do you know? Nobody made me the boss. No one ever will make me the boss. But do you know if the character Han Solo will continue, or do you not know? It's a good question, right? <laughs> that means you either know, well, hmm, interesting. I have no idea what to make of your answer. All right, so I, I was just saying, I think Solo and Ryan Johnson could carry this episode, just Star Wars. Good. What else are, are we doing a Star Wars episode? Will, is, will everyone hate us? Are we no, in trouble? No, no, nobody, nobody. All right, know, know, you guys have been in Los Angeles too long. One comment saying we talk about Star Wars too much doesn't mean anything. Right. And it's like you, you ever when you're buying like anything, right? When you're buy, making a big purchase, right? Yeah. You know when you go online and reading those comments and like all of them are negative no matter what the yeah. product is. I like, always don't buy the product when I yeah. when I when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> but you but you but it. you're just psyching yourself out because 99% <laughs> of the people bought it. We're fine. We're the fine rest with of, it, sure. We're just, we're just yeah, because you're not going to go cuz think about all the people who listen to us. Like they're not all going to go online and say, "All right, this Star Wars episode is actually good. Thank you so yeah. much for putting I wish it I, we, I wish we could just get an up or down from everybody on every episode. If they could just uh, uh let us know what they think that would be helpful oh that's a dangerous yeah thing. i'm just I'm joking i'm joking I don't what really are you what that. you're asking no for. i'm not, what i'm, I'm saying not Jack, for, is that I'm somebody will do tv that will happen at one point like that will that'll that's certainly that's right. probably that is like happening the, there is a i heard about this guy there's a homeless guy on twitch who this is a really fucked up story actually i wish i could remember what the name of his channel is but so it's like his gimmick was he started streaming on Twitch and was trying to like get himself hotel rooms like for the night from from tips on Twitch and shit. Um, oh my and God. so it's this like yeah like ugly thing, but they kind it's like the people kind of try to make it a heartwarming thing. Like he's like getting this stuff from people, but the dark the, the the where the darkness sets in is that whenever this guy starts to do better from it, like when they when when they try to figure out like why he's never gotten like an apartment from being able to do this, it's because whenever people start like passing around too much money and like giving him too many tips the regulars like bully those people out of the room because what they the want hell? the show well they want the show to be the show oh my god they want it to be like you know every day like that's what the show is and like the you know we live in a world where it's like the audience can literally just control the show and so that's like I heard a story about that that is a truly wild thing that's happening on the Jeff Bezos channel as we speak you know, these are just television shows that would have existed on television if not for the fact that people have to be held accountable for putting stuff on the air. And so yeah. it's just like it's the same as any of this shit. It's like this is the Jeff Bezos TV channel. They, they are responsible for what's on their TV channel, even if they say, like, we don't control what's on there. I'm like, 
I don't know. You guys are running ads on like the homeless guy show. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and what's fucked up is is that any TV fan knows that you can do a soft reboot, put this guy in a house, and the show will still be interesting. What right. the fuck is wrong with these people that yeah. they are so addicted to this weird status quo of being entertained by a guy who sleeps on the street that they yeah. want him to keep sleeping on the street so well, that I, they I, get a little less bored? Well, uh, it's uh, you know, it's 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 living in you know science fiction. <laughs> it's it's living in science fiction. The worst, is what the it most, is. The, the dumbest dystopia. Yeah. dystopia. The dumbest dystopia. Yeah, worst, boring and stupid. boring, terrible dystopia. That's where we live, folks. Well, hello <laughs> <All> everyone. <right. laughs> uh, welcome to struggle session. Yeah, what a lot um, of fun. Uh, what a lot of fun to hang out with the struggle session boys again, huh? <laughs> I'm, Just a I'm, barrel of smiles. I'm Leslie the Third. Uh, I'm Jack Allison. I'm Jonathan Daniel Brown. And today we are actually are going to talk about something that's ostensibly fun. Um, was fun. Used to be fun. Oh my god! Hasn't been fun for. This is not uh, going to be fun. Are you? Who are you kidding? Leslie? It's going to be fun for me. Fun. It's going to be very fun for me. <laughs> and for the fun, it's fun. Uh, we're, we're doing a Star Wars update, folks. You Oof. know, Solo is coming out on Blu-ray. Um, Ryan Johnson has finally gotten to the bottom of why people didn't like the last <laughs> Jedi. It's why a so many non-humans and uh, foreign state actors did not I've, like this film. Yeah. I've brought in. I've actually managed. You know, you mentioned Ch- Shannon Strucci in the in the pre-intro. Um, we I have a little bit of breaking news that involves Uwe Boll, and Ooh. I finally got his thoughts. Um, you got Uwe Boll's thoughts on the Last Jedi. I re- I really wow. did. He he, wow. he chimed in. I'm. This is breaking news. It, we it had low tax, and now we have Uwe Boll. Yeah, I huge. know. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. All right. So first, I I really feel like. I got to get a lot off my chest <laughs> about goddamn Solo. Because <laughs> I finally watched it. I'm yeah. actually upset with both of you because you did not, neither one of you really expressed what the fuck this movie fucking was. You really did, you really undersold. Really? Just how, like, bad. Well, this Leslie. Was. At the very least, you can admit that this is a film that was definitely better because of changing the directors. You know what I mean? Like, that is, you know, uh, 100% a certainty that you watched a better film in the end because of that decision. So, so the worst thing about it is that they filmed this movie twice. Yes. And that's still what they did. <laughs> <laughs> There's two whole solos. There's two whole solos out there. Did you know that the working title was publicly listed as Red Cup? Yes, Red Cup. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Oh, boy. I mean, look. So, what's your feeling? What what do we want to say? What do you, how did we miss, what did we get wrong on Solo? I think, like, it's just, okay. I, I, I think I did do like a Twitter thread about this, but basically, I don't think. Anyone who made that film has actually seen a Star Wars movie. Certainly no one who worked on the script. I know they said that Kasdan did it. He did not. He let his son No, his son did the entire thing. Which is the funniest thing about it because this script is so, like, not good. And it's so funny that all the reports about Lord and Miller are like, well, the Kasdan said that they were changing their perfect script, and they that certainly couldn't be uh, abided. So we had to get in there and get everyone to be word perfect on Jonathan's uh, little fanfic script. By the way, I'm going to go on a limb and say that Lawrence Kasdan had no problem 
with the Lord and Miller cut, and it was all Jonathan Kasdan. Interesting. That's my that's my conspiracy I see theory. La- I, I, I could see Lawrence Kasdan just being like, you know, I, I don't like improvisation or something. I don't know. Lawrence Kasdan, I'm like, Lawrence Kasdan, I don't rep anymore, because he's he's complicit with all this shit. He's complicit. He's complicit. He's, complicit. he's an accomplice. He's yeah. an enabler. Spielberg, Lucas. He is. Like, they're, like, they hired him to, like, put his name on all this shit, to be like, hey, it's like, the, it's the Empire guy. I'm like, that's not true. No. That's, it's, it's not really him. <laughs> okay, yeah, so... I guess, first of all, all right, so what should a Han Solo solo film be? If you're going to make a Han Solo film and it's going to be young Han Solo, well, the first thing you might want to think about is whether you actually have someone as charismatic as the first young Han Solo. That would be probably the first thing you would take care of before you even consider doing this. And um, (laughs) Alden is not it. Dude... (laughs) Does not he, he's not Harrison Ford. <laughs> Alden is like so not it. It's uh, uh, it's actually staggering. It's staggering to watch how not it he is. I had and, this moment a couple of days ago when I found out that Steven Spielberg cast Ansel Elgort. Oh, in, in Baby West Driver, Side Story or, or from what from Baby Driver and West Side Story, and I was like, "Fuck that!" He bombs his Han Solo, and Daddy Spielberg kills him out anyway. And then I realized, wait, these are two different guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the other German white guy. It's not. It's not Ansel Ehrenreich. It's Anson Al- Algengort. And it like was so bizarre. I know there's other people. There has to be a young white guy with at least comparable charisma to Harrison Ford. But okay, let's say you can't find another Harrison Ford. So what do you do? You find a good Lando. And they actually did this. They did, they act- yeah. They really found a really good Lando. Now, you can tell between the two cuts, um, they couldn't figure out whether they wanted Donald Glover to do Donald Glover's voice or whether they wanted him to do <laughs> Billy D. Williams' voice because he switches back and forth throughout the entire film. Like, it's yeah. really shocking. Um but, like, okay, so then you make a, a Han and Lando movie and just have it, like, be a simple heist mute movie. It doesn't have to cost $300 million. Like, you t- you just take from, like, any of the books written, Scoundrels or the Lando miniseries at Marvel. Yeah. You just have make a simple heist movie of right. Han and Lando just fucking shit up and et cetera, et cetera. You don't need, like, to do, like, an origin story of Han Solo because he <laughs> never had one or needed one. I mean... Like we, Star we Wars is his. It. We Star don't need to belabor it, but we we don't need to get a reason for Han Solo to have the last name he has. He has yes. the last name because we are He's living alone. in like well, no, no, because that's his name. <laughs> we're living in like a sci-fi. They don't speak world. English. Yeah. They don't or speak English. Names like that, like they just it's have not goofy names. I I I I actually I I I, I reject it. I reject the idea that Han Solo got his last name from the English word for being alone. <laughs> I reject that. That's not part of the canon to me. Yeah, you, you didn't need a you don't need a Han Solo origin story because Star Wars is his origin story. It's how, it's a story yeah. about how he became a it's hero. True. Yeah, he was a scoundrel, a criminal, a a right. smuggler, and then he gets mixed up. Well, with now the Leslie, he was a secret hero when we first met he him. Was a he was already hero. extremely heroic on and this. And he founded the rebellion. Yeah. He, 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 he loved Kira. 
He founded the rebellion. Oh, the funniest thing about uh, me is like in this movie. So when we meet Han Solo in A New Hope, he's already like fought like a like black hole squid, like a like universe eating monster. <laughs> like he's like he's already defeated Cthulhu, and that's why the Millennium Falcon is all fucked up. He's already <laughs> outsmarted Darth Maul and had two sequels because of that the we sec- haven't seen yet. <laughs> I think here I I have a couple. Uh, uh, I have thought for you here uh, uh i think that there are moments in this movie that are leftover guardians of the galaxy previous. <laughs> yes uh, i think that the space cthulhu i think that they were like man the the kessel run is like not really working they're like well can we add the like uh can we add james's like space squid like let's just throw that sequence in oh that's working oh and then definitely the other that's one, a gun thing definitely the other one that's stolen that was a uh uh and by the way of course we all know that in last jedi when maz kanata shows up on hologram that's a rocket raccoon previs there's no question in my mind about it they just slap Maz Kanata on a rocket raccoon thing uh, but the other one is the train heist I'm like that is just like a fucking guardian scene to me I'm watching a guardian that's the galaxy like a scene. scene from serenity that's yeah. yeah seriously that's a scene but from Ser- firefly it, it looked better in serenity <laughs> and you don't and and in serenity you don't realize at the end of the episode that actually han solo and chewbacca were killing children the whole time <laughs> the <laughs> which is apparently what was happening in this oh so much and so now much. Woody Woody Harrelson has become the patron saint of phoned in last minute fill in performances. <laughs> well, he's got I like, this and and the the uh, reshoot scenes in Venom coming up where well, he's like, carnage. No, I believe I believe that uh, it was Paul Bettany that was the reshoot guy because Woody Harrelson was one of the only ones that was like I liked what Lord and Miller were doing and I yeah. think it sucks. Well, that but they I thought left. Michael Kenneth Williams was the character first. No, and, no, Michael no, K. Williams no. was uh, the Bettany. Paul Bettany guy. The, oh. So we got to talk. Yeah, I do have to talk about this. Okay, so Michael K. Williams, dark skinned black man, fantastic actor, handsome Mm -hmm. guy, too. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be um, the maybe sort of boss slash love interest of, you know, Khaleesi, um, the blonde, white, pale uh, Kira goddess. Kira with a Q. Yes. Yeah. Kira yeah, Knightley. And, and it was, was supposed to be like a love triangle between those three. But his character, for some reason, was CGI. They didn't want the actual black guy to be right. there. But then when Same they bring as Mas Paul, Kanata. Yeah, but then when they bring Paul Bettany in, all of a sudden, oh, the, he can be a human now. He now I he think, now he's a, he can be the romantic rival. Leslie, of be very Han careful because I think you're you're stumbling maybe on a little Disney secret here. Like, be very careful of what you're <laughs> discovering here. Look, Are you saying of, that we, they they have minorities play mostly like CGI animals and aliens and stuff? Uh, yeah, and not so much like humans ever in these movies. Well, that's not true. I mean, uh, he, he I got a, a great example for you. Um, uh, Gamora, Guardians of the Galaxy, an African American woman. No, 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 a green woman. That's a green oh. woman, JDB. That's oh, a green see. woman. See, she's an alien because uh, her skin is uh, green. Oh, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh well, I'm wrong then. I guess it turns out that that uh, Disney actually is uh, sidelining their black and Mexican and Asian characters and yeah. Hispanic characters. Yeah. And- so that's 
And that's all kinds of fucked up. Like, the, yeah. like he and when they asked Mike, when they asked Michael about it, he was just like, "Man, I've seen some crazy shit in Hollywood. That's the craziest shit." <laughs> he was the villain in this movie. Yeah, they filmed the whole thing. He was the yeah. villain, and then they replaced him with Paul Bettany. And I want to say something about Paul Bettany because I actually think he's a fantastic actor. I would love to see him in an actual movie. Yeah. Like for once, he yeah, actually like, wanted to be in this. To he me, Paul to Bettany, be in this. Paul Bettany is like for Disney, like how like Anna Navarro is for CNN. Like or they Benicio just have him. Toro. They just yeah, exactly. Benicio, they're just all sitting around on the couches, like at the studio, <laughs> and they're like, "Do you guys want to? Hey, um, do either of you guys want to do uh, a Star Wars right now?" And like Benicio's like, "Yeah, I could, I could sure." Like, Jump into a Star Wars if you want. All right, we're doing Guardians after lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll have you over at Star Wars, and then you're going to change costumes, but the set is actually going to stay the same, and you're going to be in Guardians at that. Because the set is a green screen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk. Well, I guess we. There's so much. I I I don't want to skip over thing, but you just mentioned the set. This is a ugly damn movie. Looks like shit for the these, most part. These yeah. Disney movies do not look good. These are like we are indoors all the time in Disney movies. They just it looks like like not as good as Game of Thrones. All of these Disney movies, they, <laughs> yeah. they do not look as good as the HBO television show Game of Thrones, which looks like shit these days too. By the way, oh yes, yeah. It, <laughs> like don't it, uh, don't let me say that I'm repping Game of Thrones or anything like that. It looks bad as well. Well, you you did mention Game of Thrones and uh, Khaleesi. I forget yes. her name. I don't need to learn her name. Amelia she, Clark. The, she the new is um, not a good actress. Well, Amelia, straight up, I, yeah, I, she's uh, a bad actress. She's bad. <laughs> she's bad. She's, she's as wooden. She's almost as bad as uh, Alden, but like Alden has like more to do, and he is Han Solo, so you kind of like him. Like yeah. I watched that movie, and like you could just taken her character out. Yeah, like, I, you know, uh, what I don't like about Amelia Clark because I, I will keep going back to this, uh, uh, the 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 Lord and Miller thing is she was one of the actors that was like after they left she was like yeah they were like really weird they like kept doing weird stuff and I just hated that she I'm talked like, shit what she the fuck is shit. wrong with you she talked shit about how Lord and Miller gave her a note about <laughs> yeah. being a femme fatale and she said I don't know how to act like a femme fatale that's not a note and I'm like yes it is <laughs> yeah, like, that's <laughs> a note so oh, obnoxious that. to do that. Okay, now I can kind of understand what the character was, but the it was so weird because she was supposed to be like, we were supposed to be wondering whether she's going to portray Han, what's happened to her. But she, all she would do is these wooden, wo- really wooden deliveries of like, you don't know what I've done right. in the past. And it just made it sound like she had like... She only plays I, Khaleesi. She like gets right, nothing but praise for playing Khaleesi. And all she, Khaleesi does is like, I order that the dragons, like I order that the dragons come to me now or to whatever. To be clear... Hollywood has been desperate to replace Jennifer Lawrence for the last five years, and they just haven't been able to do it. And so they don't have the, – they're trying desperately to find, like, the the blonde, regal white lady yeah. to, you know, sort of uh, act as the empowering action girl. And they just can't find anyone to capture that Hunger Games, yeah. uh, that money that they got, you know, six years ago that, that got in Lionsgate's hands of all studios. You know, I have uh, uh, I have a couple I have a couple jokes that I said about Alden Ehrenreich that, admittedly, I, I said on another podcast, but I remembered them as I was getting water, um, and I thought that I might say them here on this podcast as well. 
No, go ahead. Well, you we do have you know first you know option yeah I know on any jokes that you yeah that is in your contract. <laughs> it is in my contract. I know I should have. I know that when I'm typically on a podcast, I'm supposed to if I come up with a joke, I'm supposed to say, "Hang on a second here," and you know get the uh, uh, notarized uh, document together and sent over to you and get that approved before I say it. But I didn't do it on this podcast, so uh, uh, I I just feel like I owe doing the jokes uh, here as well. Has anybody made a beautiful creatures joke yet? Because I'm always ready to. I don't know. It's just, um, it, was, it was a bad movie he was in. The uh. jokes I was gonna make about I made about all the Iron Reich were um, first that the only toy uh, uh, that can get uh, uh, his forehead right are the Funko Pop toys because uh, the man <laughs> has a big giant forehead. Um, and they made his hair bigger too, and that did not yeah. help. And then the other joke I said is that. If you watch Solo on an IMAX screen, you could project a regular showing of Solo onto Oliver and Ira Wright's <laughs> forehead <laughs> during the movie. Oh, that's harsh. It's bad, it's bad enough he's a bad actor. We got, got clown He's pretty movie. good in Hail. He's pretty they put his hair Caesar. too high. I mean, it's not like it's the hair they do in this movie. Like it's too high on his head. He looks be- like Adam ruins everything in this you're movie. Be- you're b- beautiful, man, Alden. We, yeah. we apologize. Okay. And, he's, and he's pretty good. I, I am very excited for you in West Side Story, uh, of course. So, <laughs> so I I do want to say, like, he and Khaleesi have zero chemistry, and this movie is like centered on like on their romantic relationship, and they 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 they're so wooden with each other. They feel like brother and sister, and I feel like that would have made more sense because the first thing my wife did when she watched it was get, was get pissed off because they were trying to say that Han Solo was in love with someone before Princess Leia, <laughs> which I, is a big no no. I think for a yeah. lot of people. I mean, yeah. I, it's it's the least chemistry I've seen in a movie since Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan when I was dragged to see Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, they just don't like each other. You can tell they don't like each other. <laughs> it's, it's, I actually feel like it's like I actually wish that they didn't like each other. It, it, I, what I feel is that they just clearly feel so little about each other. They feel yeah. almost nothing about each other at all. Yeah, uh, the indifference it's is just really like that. What? They're just. It's like uh, uh, God, yeah. It's like they're not even aware of each other's presence. <laughs> they're well, so if 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 you haven't seen the movie, the entire first like act is about Han Solo gets separated from Kira. And so he wants to go back to Corellian, which is apparently now just a complete and other shithole where you have to be a street urchin until you're 35. Because yeah. this movie does not open with him as a child. This opens with him as like a <laughs> adult, fully adult male, still like, as a street urchin. Also, similarly yeah. to all the other Disney Star Wars stuff, like it seems like days before uh, a, the movie a itself, yeah. like day be- days before he's in ta- on Tatooine or something. This, this origin story, which takes the plot of a Aladdin takes place yeah. six months before Star Wars, yeah. and like somehow yes. you're we're gonna cram an entire trilogy in there, get a bunch of prequel characters in. Oh well, that's and, not happening. I don't think that's happening anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, but anyways, so, Kathleen's so, around. So he's a street urchin, and he gets separated from Kira. He gets off planet. She gets stuck there. The entire first act is about him trying to get back there so he can meet her. Uh, so he takes this job with this group of he deserts the Empire to take this heist job with Michael Rooker and Yondu and the the Ravagers. <laughs> and so, and it f- turns out the person who hired um, him for the job, um, his Kira, works for him. Yeah, not, <laughs> not that it was like. 
Kira hired him because she knew it was him or something like that. Just coincidence. Just a big old coincidence. He's uh, like, I have to get back to Corella. I have to get yeah. back to Corella. Oh, hi, Kira. Well, nice it, to it, see you. It, it furthers my theory that in the Disney Star Wars universe, there's approximately 100 people in yes. the entire galaxy. <laughs> there's only like 100 people on these big empty planets. It's so small because they're and the whole film, what they're stealing, what this big heist is supposed to be. All right, so in the Lando comic, I've mentioned a lot on the show, it's really great. He ends up having to rob like the Emperor's uh, personal yacht, right? Like that's a cool mm-hmm. fucking that's cool. heist. That's I cool actually, heist. I did read that. That was cool, actually. Yeah, you know what they're stealing in this film twice the entire fucking film? Gasoline. Gasoline. Oh, gasoline. Right. That's basically what it is. To be, I truly to be fair, a big remember. part of the Disney canon. Yeah. It's, you know, it's important in The Last Jedi. It's important in Solo. Yeah. These ships need fuel. They, we we, we never cared about gas. that before. This, this like, like uh, yeah, the, the Disney Star Wars have taken a, like, truly sort of truck driver aesthetic with the, like, gas, da- gas and dice is all that they're about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just... Uh, God, it's so, it was so bad. It was so much worse than yeah. I could have possibly. Well, I expected. mean, that the ending shot of Solo is uh, just. I, I, I there are things I witness in this world that I'm like, I can't believe that this is true and exists. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Like I like would have done that as a joke because I thought that the dice were dumb in Last yeah. Jedi, <laughs> it's a, it's a and then and it's in gag. the fucking movie. Like I'm. With, like, by the way, Leslie, I want to say I meant to say this earlier. Actually, when when uh, uh, when you think when you said that you said uh, we you thought we misrepresented exactly how bad this movie was. I want to say that I think that that's because you missed out on the glee of seeing this movie with no one else in the theater <laughs> going and like knowing that it was bombing, like seeing and feeling it, you know, w- within yourself. Like I almost, I couldn't even think about whether the movie was good or bad. Thanks like a lot, the world Vladimir. was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks well, a lot. Now, of course I know that, uh, uh, None of it was real anyway, and uh, of course, it's the same politically motivated trolling that caused Hillary Clinton to lose. Uh, oh, I suspected befo- it all the time. Before we get to that yeah. wet brain, <laughs> I want to talk about the wet brains at Disney. I'm like, okay, because it's not. It would not be hard to make a good Han. It would be difficult, but not impossible to make a good Han Solo movie, especially if you have. Two goes at it, right? right? Like, I mean, look, I, my my thing with this movie, as with all the Star Wars from Disney, is I'm like, man, like, I expected these to be bad and sort of like made in a boardroom and corporate, but I did not expect them to be bad in this like specifically bizarre, like, like Disney Channel way. Like, these feel like young Indiana Jones or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. and not just because it's young Han Solo, like, like Force Awakens feels like young Indiana Jones. Solo is such a weird movie that it feels like it was made by Sony Pictures. That's what's so weird about Sony. Or that's what's so weird about Solo. It it feels like the Amazing Spider-Man 2 of Star Wars films. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man is way, way better than this. There's at least one emotional scene in Amazing Spider-Man 2. There's actually chemistry between the two leads. Like, this is way, way worse. Uh, Way worse worse than it has any excuse to be and just last thing i want to say is like 
Lando wanted to fuck the robot? Right, the flea bag robot, yeah. Uh, what? Phoebe Waller Bridge. <laughs> Which, by entire... the way, the robot, the robot is Leet, L337. No. Like, like internet Leet. No. Oh, no. Right, L337. Because English, they all speak English, I guess, in Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah. Leet, Solo. Yeah, that's what the... <laughs> By the way, that's such a funny thing because that was, you know, there's a news story that uh, it was like Bob Iger who was the most excited. Like, that's what made him want to make the pitch was the story about Han Solo getting his name. This is like a bizarre child man that's in charge of like the biggest media empire in the world. These people, these people. (laughs) Hold on. Let me find this this quote, actually, because I do think it's worth uh, saying. Uh, I'm becoming convinced that Iger is not this genius that everybody. I, uh, you, you know what I think? You think? You, you know what think I think? Maybe I think that at a certain be. point, like <laughs> if you're like running a company as big as Disney and there's as much money at play, like it's pretty fucking hard to fail. I think right. to be no, honest. Uh, with you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, you can make a lot of bad decisions whoa, 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 for a long back time. Back up, back up! None of these people are fucking smart. Like yeah. none of them. <laughs> Bill Gates, yeah. uh, Jeff Bezos, fucking Steve Jobs. Yes. None of these people are fucking smart right like people make fun of the dilbert guy but he figured something out <laughs> yeah. right he figured something out his rule i forget what he call it i think is it's his rule of promotion or something it's yeah, like it's like the uh, smartest way to guy, speak the, no the smartest guy never gets promoted because he's too essential to the job he's doing so the worst guy always moves up the rank until you just have these you know sniveling dipshits leading run every everything company, run everything <laughs> that's, that's how it works that's how that's it true. works like none of these people, like have anybody could do these. Like I'm sorry, I think yeah, literally, like the janitor at Disney could run Disney, and <laughs> it would be fine. It would be it. W- it couldn't possibly be any worse. He might yeah. have said, "You know what? This movie sounds kind of stupid," and they, he would have saved them uh, anyway, like five hundred million dollars. Please let me read. I have to read this quote. Okay, uh, 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 in an interview with Cinema Blend, solo co-writer Lawrence Kasdan. Of course, he co-wrote it with. Uh, his son, and not his son that has like written good movies before. The other, the his other, other son, his yeah. other son, not Jake, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, the other Kasdan son. Uh, solo co-writer Lawrence Kasdan reveals the surname scene was a big hit with the Disney brass. In fact, the scene was in Kasdan's original pitch for the film. So Kasdan, I have to once again say, is complicit. He like when he like wrote that down. He's like, and we'll also say how. Han Solo got his name. And then, like, Bob Iger's like, yes, that pleases me. Like, you should, you can't put that in front of him. He's a simple man. You can't give, you can't offer him that because you know it's not good. Um, Anyway, sorry. In fact, the scene was in his original pitch for the film before the script had ever been written. My presentation was Han comes to an immigration spot and someone asks, What's your name? It's not just that he doesn't have a name, which tells you a lot about his story. He says, I have no people. That, to me, is so forlorn and so isolating and right. And the guy fills in his name. Bob Iger said, all right, I'm in. That was it. (laughs) That was the moment. I have no people. He reacted to it the way I reacted to it. And by the way, this is now Lawrence Kasdan talking about his writing. He's like, he reacted to it the way I reacted to it, which was, it's very moving. (laughs) Now, you, you, you think that then the film would be about Han Solo, like, 
uh, finding his family, finding right. who he really There's cares no... about. Right. But that was, first of all, a new hope. Second of all, like he just steals, a sh- he just like takes a ship from Lando. No. And that's it. Actually, what they did with this movie, which is so hilarious, is they're like, well, in A New Hope, he has to like be kind of a scoundrel who doesn't trust people. So how do we get him there? Well, we could make him like a happy-go-lucky guy who like yes. is a uh, uh, you know perfectly like you know willing to go along with everything, like just a totally fun guy. And this will be his journey to you know exactly the like the thirty days before he was cynical, like right. what uh, <laughs> the, the one week that made him cynical. We'll tell that story. This movie basically theorizes that the Han Solo that you meet in Star Wars: A New Hope is bipolar yeah. because he was a very nice guy. He got betrayed, then for three weeks he just murdered lots I mean, of aliens in cold blood, and then he became a good guy again. That is the funniest thing about this portrayal of Han Solo. Is I'm like, he's like, he's like like star lord or something like he's actually not a scoundrel he's like kind he's of not just a like bad a happy go lucky like dumb guy he's like come on let's do it like this will be fun like whoa like i can get through the asteroid belt like no big deal dude like like this does you not know feel it's weird it's too weird what you know what puckish rogue actually you know you have to take that back he's not like star star lord because when they introduce star lord the first thing he does is murder three people. That's sure. the first thing he does. And then he actually goes on a little bit of a journey to stop being such an asshole and become right. more of a hero. Like, that's actually right. there. Like, yeah. Han Solo in this film doesn't get <laughs> any of that. What this, film, what this film is, is it's a telling of what put Han Solo in the mood he was in when he was <laughs> in the Mos Eisley Cantina. What, what had led to that, you know, sort of short-term mood... Uh, is the events of Solo. And he doesn't even seem like that... So he does get technically betrayed by Kira at the end, but he doesn't seem too broken up about it, like, no, at all. he doesn't care about her. <laughs> and by the end, he's just like, oh, I'm, I got Chewbacca now, and yeah. I got a ship. I don't, you know... It, well, and- again, it feels like these are two people that, like, weren't even aware when they were in the room with each other. Like, I, I just do not get any sense of them having any love for each other or any hate or anything. I know. I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't a line of dialogue where, you know, he says something like, well, you're the B story, so I have to keep following you. Like, <laughs> she actually says at one point, somebody like, I forget, I think who, I think the robot for for some reason tell, talks about how Han's in love with her and she says, no, he's not. I'm like, why? What? Isn't the whole point is that they're supposed to be? In yeah. Love? Like, weren't they in love like on the planet? Like, and, you know, like in a relationship? Isn't that like implied? I, it's so weird so weird it's yeah. it's this movie it, we're, it, fuck this i'm actually glad uh, as we said before we are actually happy that star wars is dead don't mistake us ripping this film apart for us suggesting that we actually want like a good han solo movie we no. don't want we don't need a han solo movie we don't need any more star wars movies you can stop now uh frankly That's enough. disney thank you uh, Thank you. All Just right. the video games now and TV shows, please. And actually, only 3D animated TV shows. I don't want any of this Benioff and Weiss. I don't want any Weiss. Benioff. Oh, that's never gotta, gonna. That's never gonna happen. Disney's <laughs> got to find a. Disney's got to find a new Leia for that cartoon really fast. I guess. Oh boy. Oof. Oh yeah. Not she, not she the brightest. Up. She messed up. Wait, what happened? This lady. God, let me try to find it. She's she, like a Howard Stern impersonator. A, she did an impression, like she just did a Twitter impression of uh, uh, Christine Ford. Blasey Ford. And she like played the day Leia. Of it. 
she played Leia on the new Hansel, on the new Star Wars Resistance cartoon. And her whole like, Blasey Ford impression is like vocal fry. It's like I talk like a little girl or whatever. It's like yeah. very cringy. Weird. Very oh, weird so she's video. like a MAGA person? Or no, no, she just fucked she's up. Just she's like, just like a voice actor lady who was like was trying funny. to come up with an angle because she does like voices on Stern and shit. Like, I think she was just like being thoughtless. Like, she wasn't like, like, I'm not like mad at her. You know what I mean? It's a fucking hilarious video to watch and be like, what was this person thinking? But uh, uh, I don't but think she, she's a Disney MAGA person. Disney will cut her head off. Like, yeah, she's going to lose all her <laughs> she'll, jobs. She'll lose her job. But, uh, yeah. I think it's more like she, it's a, she made a, she messed up online uh, than it is. She's a MAGA person. All right. Well, Although I listened to Stern a couple of weeks ago and Stern was being like, you know, I agree with Trump on guns. I'm like, eh, I guess like Stern like is OK with Trump. Like, I guess they know each other. So whatever. Weird. Yeah. All right. So speaking of people who are, you know, very messed up online, let's get right into it. You know, we talked a lot on the show about Star Wars and we also have done like several episodes about yep. Russia Gate. Never did I imagine that these two stories would just end up becoming one. I'm actually I did. I sad. They would. I'm sad that we're doing this on such short notice because I would definitely have uh, Abby and Robbie Martin back on <laughs> to dive into this. Robbie actually did actually did go at Jan- Johnson yeah. a little bit on th- on this. It was actually really cool. Cool. You should check it yeah. out. But um, Ryan Johnson has been contacted by a PhD. <laughs> student who analyzed his ads about a thousand tweets sent to Ryan Johnson. Oh, guys. And, oh, has, guys. and has discovered that folks of those 1,000 tweets of now, the 3,300 or so that know, were negative, yeah. about 16 possibly wow. were from no, 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 Russian. No, no, no. Don't you tell me that. No, 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 no. 16. So do you think it's not possible that perhaps there were 16 people in Russia who watched? Do you think it's possible that maybe in the gigantic country of Russia, there are perhaps 16 people that watched the film Star Wars? Well, well, well to be clear, Ryan a message? It's, it's, it's almost certain that not all 16 of them are Russia. They just they just had yeah. signs that they might be. Yeah, OK, so so it might be like, you know, two are definitely <laughs> from Russia. So in all of Russia, maybe yeah. two people sent yeah. Ryan Johnson. So what like I want to know before tweet. before we even get into any of the rest of this is, does anybody know what this student got as a grade on this particular theory, uh, he claims do he we defended have his grade? dissertation. He say, he claims it's gone through peer review. <laughs> you can. All right, I mean, so this guy. For, this, sorry, go ahead. The I'm, universities I'm just, are fucked. Then <laughs> you know, no, no, they no, they literally are. Like you no, know, he's saying it's peer reviewed for a magazine that he's publishing in. Now he's writing about fucking tweets. How many people on the board of those magazines do you think even know how to like log on to Twitter? All right, they don't really like understand right. any of this stuff. Right. And he's and and the real and the real thing is like you write the paper and you're very specific in your language. You're very careful with your language. You can't get dunked on in the paper. But then when you tweet out the when you tweet out the summary of the paper, you you, you move it a little bit more towards your side. And then when Mashable comes along yeah. and yeah, writes I, a, writes a, a summary of your paper and your tweet, they just go full bore so, and so say the is, Russians are behind the the also by the way i I like posted out that i'm like this looks fucking like lunacy to me it it appears that ryan johnson is saying that like 
Because it's like he's quoting a tweet that says that these are politically motivated p- tweets about Star Wars and that, you know, some of them came from Russia and that, you know, it, it proves that the uh, uh, haters are a small minority. And I'm like, it appears that he's endorsing these ideas. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's and then people get mad at me. They're like, did you read the entire paper? Because that's not exactly what it I says. Actually, I'm like, no, dude, I didn't read the fucking 40 page long PhD by like some guy in school. <laughs> no, I, I didn't read it. I'm, did you? But I, I did. I actually did. I did. I didn't read the whole thing. I skimmed over like because papers are actually well organized where is is well organized where you can just skim through and get the main parts. But the thing of it is like how he classifies people how how small the sample size is like at, at the end of the day when you read it you just realize this doesn't mean anything like he, when he says like 50 percent of the criticism was political trolling what that means is that half of the people who were criticizing him mentioned uh have he would go to their twitter pages and find that they posted stuff about trump too like oh what half the people who criticized the movie are conservatives <laughs> mentioned the president <laughs> that's also by the way i i am online like, i i, I I, I question what what people mean by politically motivated because I'm like, right. are there toxic people on the internet who are posting about Trump because that's the fucking president of the United States and like, well, I don't he would say like, like Trump supporters, but like I that's, but I, I, that's like he what does that he mean? Is the president. What does that mean? Like, what let me actually- read some of these headlines because I think that Disney or Ryan Johnson pushing the story. Is I mean, are you really are you really going to advocate for uh, tensions with a, a, a foreign nation because <laughs> the movie <laughs> fucking sucks? Yes, like, apparently like, yes. <laughs> so here we go. AV Club study suggests Russian trolls helped amplify the less the Last Jedi backlash. Mashable Last Jedi hate was weaponized by Russia, says study. BGR. Some of the last Jedi well, haters see, were apparently like, that's Russian the trolls. Shit. I'm like slash film. Like he just keeps going on. There are like forty of these websites, and they're all pr- going into news feeds telling people that Russia is attacking their precious Star Wars. And this is fucked up, guys. It's and crazy. yeah, it I mean, is. It is. We don't fucked say, up. I'm not supposed to say crazy. This is uh, uh, wild. But I do want to say, like, get to the real point of it is, is like, yeah, maybe everything in the paper is true, but then when you tweet it out, you change it. When Ryan Johnson quote tweets right, it, he exaggerates right. it. And, and when the headlines, these webs, when these yeah, exactly. headlines are like, you know, the Russian government is behind it, it's like, well, that is changing what it is saying. Like, the now, like, commonly believed thing is that there was Russian influence in, you know, uh, uh, the fucking Star Wars movie. Just bizarre. I mean, I, I know and everyone's like, do you know what he's really saying, though, is that people bought services in Russia? I'm like, sure, I guess if you want to be pedantic, it appears to me from looking at the tweet. And by the way, Ryan Johnson in his tweet is like, I haven't read anything beyond this, but this seems accurate to me. Yes. I'm like, what the tweet <laughs> says is like Russian actors like influenced it. And also I like. I like that this is a fucking PhD dissertation on how haters equal a small minority. And it's like yeah. academia is full of this shit. Like I remember when there was the big um when all these right-wing wackos flipped out at that really uh kind of obnoxious professor who was yelling at them like and they filmed her and they made like one of those SJW outrage oh, right, videos. Yeah. 
Her name was like Melissa Click, and I looked her up, and like she like had like she was a PhD who had like written multiple studies about the Twilight books. Like academia yes, is weird. Yes, there I are, do like, remember people that. Yeah, who, there are people who just like are fanfic writers and are doctors too, and I don't understand it. But uh, yeah. It, I, well, I dropped out of college. <laughs> well, I am in grad school now, so I am, a, of course, an expert on all of this and peer in the peer review process. And as you, you know, properly surmised, JDB, um, it is fucked and full of fucking weirdos. <laughs> like basically, <laughs> like this guy wants to be friends with Ryan Johnson. He asked him out for coffee. Does that sound like a scientist <laughs> to you? Like someone who's doing research uh, on yeah. the specific subject? I think the I think the best way to continue my research in this subject is. For us to make a film, uh, yeah. <laughs> and for me to study it in real time, uh, it would be best if I wrote it so I could experience it on my Twitter feed. If that would be uh, okay with you, Ryan? Yeah, uh, and he'll need spoilers for the trilogy that will not be happening. <laughs> uh, 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 and uh, uh, of course, I'll need to know: um, Does Kylo Ren die? <laughs> it's it's so bad, and like so, and I I do want to say like. It's very brave of me to appear on the show and talk about this yeah. because my Minchies have been woo. Nothing but <laughs> me bearded, too, dude. Nothing but bearded men who look like Ryan Johnson calling me alt right and <laughs> toxic because I said actually it's weird that he would tweet this out. Yeah, like ten months after his film came out, like, like, dude, he has to let it go. He has to accept at some point that like people just kind of didn't like the movie. And he's making a movie with Daniel Craig right now. He just dropped a music video. I don't get what the, the goal me, of all of this is. Let me just read you what uh happens in your menchies uh if you talk at all about this ryan johnson russia thing there are people arguing you know i'm like tagged in it i don't understand who's arguing what side i don't understand what anyone's saying in these it's uh, uh so ex-soldier says essentially bots that match the behavioral characteristics of russian bots and bots that are for certain russian controlled is a line that's ultimately not super relevant because this sort of tactic all those resources get used for the total impact towards said agenda like all these people are tweeting about like agendas and shit everyone's in homeland now everybody <laughs> thinks they're homeland they're like everyone's on twitter being like actually you know the uh i have to like uh, uh like get some intelligence on this but if these actors are going to be moving in a way that is uh I don't fuck. I can't talk like this. I'm it's not. So, I'm not a homeland character. So, it's so yeah. weird. It like, like it like it's been nonstop. Like, hey, you want to talk about toxic Star Wars fans? The most toxic <laughs> Star Wars fans, at least as far as the level of toxicity that's in their brains, yeah. is definitely the Ryan Johnson. Hey, you like, want to know what injuries. I? Yeah, here's my, a bunch of Seth Abramsons. That's why. Here's here's what I have to say about uh, uh, the level of toxicity in uh, uh, Star Wars fandom. I think that. For as long as the internet has existed, like since it was the DARPA net, if you type the word Star Wars into the box, you will receive an argument back. Yes. I think that that's always how it's been. If you yeah. are ever putting into the computer box the word Star Wars, someone out there will be willing to get in a really passionate fight with you about it. Apparently, that's just the way apparently, it is. apparently, that person has always been uh, located in a Russian box yeah. <laughs> and, and a politically motivated troll. I mean, like, look, it's not like Harry Knowles and these guys created a culture. Uh, I, I would, I would say, like, the toxicity, like, it it's exists on both sides and all sides because the people yelling. 
at me and sending shitty comments to actually a female a, a female friend who was a guest on the show, a queer woman who re- had the audacity to retweet me. This beardo um, who has like talks about how progressive he is in his comments in in his um, bio is like mad at her for retweeting yeah. me, and he thinks he's like fucking woke because he likes the last Jedi. <laughs> there like, is a thing where. And I find this very irritating where and it's not everybody because there are a lot of people and I have to come to terms with this who just do like this movie a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, who got hey, something hey, out I, of this movie. And I'm like all for it. Like, I love to talk about Star Wars. Talk Having fights about Star Wars is a big part of the fun of being a Star Wars fan. I'm always right. down yes. to argue about what I don't like about Last Jedi versus what you do. To, but to, I do think that there's a weird thing of people making it a political statement to like yeah, the movie. It's, yeah. it's not right. And to me, fighting Star Wars fans, you're right, have, have been, you know, a thing that has existed online and in the comic book science fiction fandom since really as long as it's existed. So trying to stop Star Wars fans from arguing is like trying to stop the Taliban. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> like, they're here. I think that maybe that's not maybe the best allegory because I think some people might say, but don't you want to stop the Taliban? Okay, it's like trying to fight the war <laughs> on drugs. <laughs> it's like trying to fight the war on drugs. Yes, that's true. That is true, actually. J- I also JDB, think- you've, been re- you've been reading too much Punisher, Max. That's why you had Taliban. It's so good. I, I, also, I, I definitely started binging it again uh, after uh, our last episode. I also do think, though, that I'm like, I think there's a weirdness around this because I think that this is the same toxicity that I've always seen around Star Wars. And I think that what I'm seeing is a harnessing by the marketing departments of the movies and by the people who made the movies of what are actually sort of more serious issues. And it's like a conflating of these issues. I'm like, I actually think Star Wars fans have always been as nasty and uh, reactive uh, uh, as they are about Last Jedi. Like, do you think people were like, I say this all the time, I'm like, were people not toxic about the fucking prequels? Yeah, were people Ahmed not to- Jake yeah, Lloyd. Like, like were people not toxic about like like even like Greedo shot first? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that yes, it's better in the film if Greedo shoots first. But do I also think that it's like worth like you know burning effigies of George Lucas over? Uh, do you mean uh, it's Greedo better that Han? You, you meant that Han? Yes, I mean it's better than Han to shoot See? first. See, you could have been destroyed for that if I didn't. I don't step care. In. I don't. You know what? I, <laughs> here's what <laughs> I actually feel about every different Star Wars I'm like every different one is special in its own way you gotta watch all of them they're all part of the canon and you look at them (laughs) as to what George was thinking at that time in his life that's actually a very healthy take uh, yeah you look at all of them and they're all part of it I'm proud of you for that one that's a good one that's a good one Um, I I do want to say like when the you know, I was so viciously attacked by these people, by these savages, yeah. these <sighs> disgusting, toxic fans. Ugh. I, I got a hand, a help, you know, reached down from the heavens to pick me up when I was at my lowest point. I never, but it was someone who I never expected to help me out. Well, someone who I have to say I have talked nothing but shit about as well. long as I've known of his existence. Mm-hmm. Um, but that man is, you know, famous video game director, Artur Uebo. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, I made an analogy hey. that, right, I said, suggested that Ryan Johnson is just like Uebo, but really boring because of the way he engages with critics. Like, instead <laughs> of beating them up, he becomes <laughs> friends with them and makes them type 16,000 words defenses of his movie, which is, like, so much crueler. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, like, are uh, you gonna like uh, uh, like at some point Ryan's gonna be like, okay, Leslie, how about I fight you then? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could take him, but um, <laughs> yeah, and but Uibol, um came in and he actually in this long Twitter thread where somebody was attacking me, he said, and I'll, I'll quote him right now. You know, I just thought the movie was shit and I <laughs> hate Trump. It was super boring. I'd rather watch the Mod Squad with Claire Danes and Omar Epps. And that is his thoughts wow. on the Last Jedi. I, I I was dissing him. He did, and notice he did not try to defend himself, even no. though I was ins- I insulted no. him. He came and defended me. That's because wow. every, so every day that oh. UA Ball is not in jail for German tax fraud is a day he's happy. So. <laughs> He's gonna. He, he knows those movies he makes are garbage. That's the difference between Ryan Johnson and Uwe Ball. <laughs> Uwe Ball knows he's made dog shit. <laughs> Ryan just needs to stop. He really needs to stop because there's a Ryan that I love. You know what I mean? Like I did like the movie Brick and Looper. I, love I thought Looper. it was fine. And Looper's I like fine. Brick and I like Brick and Looper. But um... Ryan, you gotta stop. Like this movie is not for everyone. That's okay. It's okay. It is like he, this guy is obsessed with the idea that everyone had to like the movie, and I think it is fair to say that the movie was polarizing. Is that like? You can't accept that. Like, just like move fucking on. Like, yes. we, don't, we don't need to uh, restart the Cold War just because a bunch of people don't like this movie. Yeah, nobody needs to die. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think you know. I, I just am like, it is just too weird. I just like, it's again one of these things where I just look at it and I'm like, well, I, I, it's like I never thought I'd see it, but there it is. <laughs> I mean, it was, a, you know, Ryan Johnson and Disney implied it last year, but yes. now the fact well, that they, they're they said it out right about it. the, uh, they like implied it about the Rotten Tomato scores, and Rotten Tomato was was like, uh, we have no indicator of that. It doesn't seem that way to us at all. And uh, they, they, but they just repeat. They still just yeah. repeat it. They say it. They'll, yeah. And we will hear about this until the end of time. Every time yeah. somebody criticizes this film, people will say that it well, it was the Russians who did it. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you know the paper is careful and says always oh, just sixteen accounts who might be it because they know what the, he knew what he was doing when he put it out. Ryan Johnson knew what he was doing when he shared the article. He knew they wanted to get it in the air the same way the Democrats do. That they wanted they literally wanted to tie it to 11 like, of the 16 accounts suspected of being run by russian trolls okay oh. this is just this is all a breakdown of 16 twitter accounts? eight of the 16 had their primary twitter activity within the time frame established so there millions were 16 of people accounts. saw this movie <laughs> this by the way you're we're talking about um 16 accounts of which we can reduce it to 11 and then eight. We're talking about eight accounts online posting about Star Wars. That's what we're all talking about here. That's well, what the core of this is. We're talking about eight different forum accounts. <laughs> well, call the Atlantic Council. We better get to work. Like hey, this hey, is hey, like hey, what hey. I would do. You could do this like, like just for like you would do it in this in like a half an hour in middle school, like on IRC. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and, and you know the thing about bots, whenever people talk about bots and they don't actually mention the fact is that like most of the bots I see, they're just copy and paste. They're just stealing tweets from other people who real people who really made them. Right. Like, isn't that what most 
bots do unless you're giving yeah, them like the bots that like buzzfeed and like the yeah. other sites use to, to blast up their articles on the yeah. aggregator yeah they're, they're they're just copying tweets from that like a real human made or like right. if if they're building up an account to get a big following to sell it or whatever they, i don't know know how it works but like i'll see people follow me they'll go to their page and then their all their qu- tweets will be like you know like co- comments from like just girls stuff but like just under their account so it looks real so like how do we even know that these bots were like targeting Ryan Johnson and his shitty movie as opposed to just like so many people dislike the film that they happen these, to by copy the way, some in the comments? They are thinking they're literally okay. Let's look at this, okay? The 16 of the 33 accounts appear to be Russian trolls or at least possess several of the Russian troll characteristics. So they could be Russian trolls or they could just be any type of what trolls. is a characteristic, by well, the way? Well, the characteristics. <laughs> speaking Russian <laughs> um, consisting of a very common English name followed by a series of seemingly random digits and five of those seven had not uploaded a profile image but, which by the way I think this is what happens when you make an account by default on Twitter I think if you just don't upload an image ever and you just didn't change your username that's what it will be so it's either Russian trolls or just people who don't care about Twitter enough to upload an image uh, posting about Star Wars online. Um, Which happens. I get uh, people who would like five tweets yelling at me because I was mean to Ryan Johnson. Well, can you imagine this happening to a Star Wars director? What I'm about to read to you. I cannot imagine this possibly ever happening without a concerted effort by a foreign government to to a Star Wars director online. Okay. One such account tweeted at Ryan Johnson with only little lingual variation from tweet to tweet that he ruined Star Wars no less than 13 <laughs> times during a three-week period. I think that was with me. other tweets <laughs> disparaging the director. Oh, my God. He oh. tweeted that he ruined Star Wars no less than 13 times during a three... This truly might be me. This, like, really, like, I feel like I'm about on, like, that, like, schedule about posting. I'm like, I, yeah, I do, like, about one a day on Last <laughs> Jedi. Like, uh. Amazing, amazing. And I'm sure, like, Ryan responded the first time and gave that person what he wants. And the other 12 times he tweeted and were just superfluous, right? Like, no, that's just, like, I some mean, kid who was mad they yeah. ruined Star Wars. And just I mean, or it's a Russian troll. Respond. You know, like, this, this is a characteristic that's, like, typical of Russian trolls is... Is tweeting to the director of Star Wars 13 <laughs> times after a movie comes out. It's something that's just unimaginable. Can you imagine anyone going online and posting about a Star Wars right after it came out? Oh, God. Uh, and people. And the saddest part is there are some people who believe it's not the good Last Jedi fans. Y'all are yep. very normal. And, there and are no, people no, that are normal people that like Last Jedi, and I respect it, and I understand. People have real reasons for liking the film. There are normal people who like Neil Breen's Fateful Findings. Well, <laughs> probably not, actually. It's okay to like Last Jedi. Man, uh, but man. I would never do it. I would never no. fucking do it. Not for me or my, you know, my family or anything. But. Never, never, never. But you know, you don't I would have abide to, it. In, but you I don't abide ha- it in an acquaintance. But you know, if a family member did it, I would have to talk with them. All right, well, I think we can, I think I think we can wrap here. Yeah, <laughs> we got a good hour. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, Star Wars. Hey, I love talking Star Wars. Uh, All right. Hey, you want to meet back again next week and talk about Star Wars again? 
Let's uh, talk about other stuff. Next all right, week. I guess. No, fine. we can talk about more Star Wars. All right, okay. <laughs> well, we should read. We should read those. We should read. We should talk about the Timmy Zahn book sometimes, like the actual yeah. good Star Wars stuff. We should get in. We should. In, we should talk about the real canon. We should at some point talk about what the actual story is that happened after the Return of the Jedi. Uh, because obviously and there's the, a fan like Mary story Jane happening and, now. And, yes, and, exactly. Absolutely. We should talk Mary about what Jane. happened. What really happened, you know, and yeah, what happened, and, and how you know, and Han Solo's, you know, adventures before he joined the Republic when he was an actual scoundrel sure. for years, unrepentant too, yeah, just just a cold hearted son of a bitch. And you know what else? And also a bunch of weird bad stuff too that also sucks, <laughs> <laughs> but some good stuff too. We should we should no do, we no should no, do. no 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 J- Jack, I'm not letting it slide. Wow, well, every time t- I'm not. We're almost slide. out of this episode. Oh, we're not out of this episode because oh, it has to be. Sa- we need to say this. I have every to go. T- we have to say this every time. Every time someone says, "Oh, but someone the EU is bad," that's that doesn't mean anything. Most things are of most things bad. are bad. Everything's bad. okay. Yeah, but there's actually some a lot of great stuff in the EU, yeah. and it's the thing I'm most and it's some of the best stuff in Star Wars. I like do think the, the Zon books, and you know, we'll have to say this for another episode, but they're like a they're like a pretty good example of how to do a Star Wars sequel, and like a pretty good. It's like you can look at it as, as a good, you know. Uh, I don't know roadmap for why the Disney movies are failing. Yeah, like, like you, like I, I used this analogy before, but like you know when Amazon takes over every, and Facebook takes over everything, and we're all living on their campuses and they're serving us soylent every day. And I say, you know what I really m- miss is real food. Are you going to be the dumbass that turns to me and says, "You know what? A lot of real food was actually pretty bad." <laughs> like that's is what you sound like when you say a lot of the EU is bad, okay? Like we're we all we get is like this brown gruel now. And when we used to have like steaks sometimes. And the yeah, thing so, is sometimes those steaks were overcooked. Yeah, sometimes but it was, it, yeah. But, it was but we had But it steaks. wasn't a K ration. So <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's the Star Wars episode, everybody. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down 
five years strong.